Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today we're playing Apocalypse World. I almost fucked that up. Uh, this is our Verdant Mountains campaign. Um, we had a bit of a time skip uh, after our last run uh, for some advancements and to make the plot change a little bit. Um, should we do... Uh, well, introduce yourselves first, starting with Brandon. Sweet. Hi, I'm Brandon, and I play Ozair. She's a savvy head mechanic. She's kind of super weird. She's, like, ambiguous. Kind of. And kind of weird. And looks like a model. Yeah. That's Ozair. Cool. Ryan. Hey everybody, I am Orion. You might recognize me from Ragnarok if you've ever listened. I am going to be playing Saffron. Saffron is the Maestro D. He is transgressing. Uh, he wears vintage wear. He has a porcelain face, mischie mischievous eyes, uh, curvy body, and very precise hands. So I guess when he gestures, he his fingers ends up end up precisely where he means them to. Phrasing. Alex? <laughs> All right. Uh, I am Alex. You perhaps may also recognize me from Ragnarok. And I am playing the water bearer, Canteen Ayazama. Uh, he is a man with nate wear, a strong face, watchful eyes, and a mended body. Uh, he is Oh, what was that, sorry? He has followers. He has followers. There we go. Good. It just went a bit crackly. Um... Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. That's all right, it happens. Uh, so, um, should we do all of our highlighting and first session stuff and then do love letters? Yes. Yeah. Right. Sure. Uh, let's, sure. Let's go in the same order for highlighting. Oh, no. Um, Saffron, you have the highest with me. All right. Um, in that case... Uh, I am going to highlight your hot. Oh, no. All right. And then let's just go saffron, because that was the order we went in. So, yeah. 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 Your turn. All right. Um, you both have the same. So, um, Ayazama. All right. Let's highlight your sharp. Okay. Uh, and you both have the same with me, so Ozair. Um, let's highlight your cool. Cool is a good stat for you, yes? Yes, it is. Okay, good. What did we highlight for Brandon's character just now? Hot. Okay. Everyone highlights their weird. Okay. Cool, cool. I ain't got time to highlight everyone's fucking things individually. Blanket <laughs> highlights from the MC. If that means we highlight an uninteresting stat, so be it. Not that weird is uninteresting, or really any of these stats are uninteresting, but, you know, yeah. none of you are really pushing that hard. Uh, and Starting Ozer session and moves? I, yes, Ozer, you can go. First, okay. demand. Let's see. Come on, luck. 
Seven, eight, okay, that is an eight. No, nine, excuse me, I cannot count. So, I have your hold, you can put me somewhere if I can do something cool. Like, not die, not be pinned under something. It's not pinning me. Damn. <laughs> and what about yours, uh, Alex? I roll eight. I got plus fortune. Yes, I roll an eight. Uh, so my followers have surplus, but one want. Uh, so uh, they have surplus, so I get one barter. Uh, I get insights and growth. Wait, no. I got rid of the insight. I don't I'm get insight. I'm sure you did because you get insight yeah. from your Because I get insight from my guys. I forgot to erase there. Uh, so I get plus growth, and their want is either... Do you want me to choose it, or do you want to choose it? You can choose it. Uh, I will go with... Uh, desperation. Oh, they're desperate. Yeah. Okay. It's either so... What are they desperate for, I wonder? Desperate for that Ayazama D. <laughs> hey. If I got to calm down my followers, I got to did calm you down my spend followers. Your, did you spend your barter, Brandon, for your upkeep? I'm doing that right now, as you asked me to. Cool. Just checking, because I don't normally ask. <laughs> But I know you've been doing it because normally you tell me, but this time I remembered. So we've got uh, love letters here. Unfortunately, they're all in one document. Um, uh, oh, I might be able to copy and paste this into the comments. Let's see. Control-C. Except if you're using old Hangout, you won't even see that. And I can't send you, I can put it in our other chat. No one should be using all the Shanshu and two. Uh, yeah, I mean, sorry, no one I should be using uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, whatever. It I'm going to put it in. You. I'll put it here anyway. Um, yeah, that, that works for the most part. It doesn't have the dot points, but it's got them separated. So the first one is uh, Ozair, the second one is Ayazama, and the last one is Saffron. Oh, no. Do you want us to read these out loud or just to ourselves? Uh, we'll go. You can read them to yourselves, but uh, we'll do. We'll go in the order they're up there. So we'll go with Brandon first with Ozair's one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, dear Ozair, roll plus sharp on a ten plus. Choose one on a seven to nine. Choose two. Not going to tell you what those are. You'll just have to guess what the rest of them are. So I'm going to roll. Cool. Let's see, that's plus two, so six, two, four, ten. Nice, you get to choose one of those things. So you probably want to read them out to the listeners so that they know what they all are. Uh, You have to do something unsavory to build your extension, like dance for your money. You have to go into debt with someone to build it. You anger a member of the community or the bone cheers attack. Um, Well... I'm going to go with the best one. You anger a member of the community. All right. So who is angry at you? You can make up a new person or you can go with the people we already have. Let's go with Holland. Okay. Holland is angry at you. 
Um, do you have any suggestions as to why Holland is angry at you? Um, well, I mean, we built the extension, so that isn't that great. You know, that's like taking up more dock space, first of all. And second, it's housing a secret illegal boat that I'm not supposed to have, but he can't really, or they can't really say anything about it. Can't be like, hey, how'd you get that boat? Exactly. So, uh... Holland uh, did everything he could uh, to stop your extension being built, but unfortunately, for whatever reason, uh, Ethan and uh, Jaco overrode his authority in that regard. They're like, no, Holland, you are our leader, but this is a thing that the community needs. We need... We need for Oze's work team to have swift access to a boat ramp. Exactly. It will, Im- will improve the efficiency of their work team. Yeah, fish boats and such and not launch illegal raids out into the waters. Jaco, Jaco likes more boats and Ethan is your father. So, you know, that's why they're <laughs> siding with you. Sorry. Uh, take an experience. <sighs> Ayazama. Your microphone may be muted. Wait. Ayazama. There we go. No, it wasn't. My connection hiccups for a second. Oh. Uh, okay, so, dear Ayazama, roll plus cool on a 10 plus, choose one. On 7 to 9, choose two. So, let's roll that cool. That is a 14. Nice. I got boxcars, so that was probably the best possible outcome I could have. So my options are Babylon has been spending time with someone you do not approve of. Who is it? Nipperkin had to put someone down in protection of you. Why? Lissa has been disappearing into the verdant, or the burners have a grievance. How do you placate them? When you say put someone down, you mean he killed someone? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um... I I kind of like, hmm, let's give the community something. The Burners have a grievance. All right. No, Lissa has been disappearing into the Verdant. Lissa has been disappearing That's into the Verdant. Okay, yes. so you, uh, it's been maybe a week or so since the, since the murder <laughs> Uh, you mean the upholding of justice? Mm, the upholding of justice. Um, and a day or so after that happened, Lissa sort of uh, grabbed some things from the uh, from the system, and then uh, just went out into the verdant, like. You didn't really know where she'd gone at first. You asked around, and then you're like, oh, some, some, one of the hunters was like, oh, she asked me if she could borrow something. You know, she's a pretty girl. Then she went off into the verdant. Um, and then you don't see her for two days, and then she comes back looking fine, as in in good condition, not like she's not wearing some slick new dress or something. She's not looking fine. <laughs> she just looks fine. Um, right. 
And yeah, she just comes back into the community and just, you know, acts like nothing happened. Okay. Uh, take an experience. I will do that. And Saffron. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Saffron, roll plus hot. On a 10 plus, choose 2. On a 7 to 9, choose 1. And we will do that. Hot is 2. Oh, lovely. That's a 5. <laughs> okay. So... Um, well, you take an experience because you rolled hot. Yep. Uh, and I will say that um, the night before this run begins, you had a horrible nightmare of a uh, yellow worm. Uh, uh, sorry, a, a whole group of yellow worms uh, eroding away the damn wall, just destroying the cement of it. And then you, like, wake up covered in sweat. Oh, dear. Uh, and that's pretty much where we're going to begin this, um, I think we'll, we'll go straight into Saffron from there, and then I expect we're going to go in reverse order back towards Ozair. All right, fair enough. So, Saffron, uh, you've sort of just been biding your time this last week or so, you know, hoping that Cockle would come to you... Uh, <clears throat> You know, you've been putting on the shows. have been going all right. Um, wondering when the cons are going to make their move against you. Mm -hmm. um, nothing's really happened. There's been some arguments uh, recently uh, over Ozair's new extension to their workplace. Uh, Holland was very vocal, um, which, you know, for, for them. Uh, but uh, it's kind of the only real news that's been, happened lately. So, what are you doing? Drenched in sweat. Um, are we picking up with me waking up in the middle of the night, or...? We'll say that it's, you know, the morning. You've gone back to sleep and then gotten back up. Okay. Um, in that case, Saffron is, is probably indulging a bit in uh, whatever alcohol he can get his hands on. Um, he's, he's been a bit withdrawn, um, spending a lot of time up on deck, staring out at the lake instead of, uh, managing the rehearsals and, and such. Up on the um, widow's walk. <laughs> yeah. And, um... I guess maybe he is, he is, um... Going to see what is her name? I forget my um, my second in command's name. Huskvana. Huskvana. Okay, yeah. So he's going to see Huskvana to ask her how rehearsals have been going. It's probably his his first stop. Do you want to do it, or will I, Brandon? 
<laughs> we'll never get to hear Brandon's beautiful Husqvarna voice ever again. All right. <coughs> you come in, and uh, as you walk into Husqvarna's room, you see one of the chorus girls sort of lounging on a day on a on a uh, day bed, um, sort of pull a blanket across her as Husqvarna is sitting there drinking something. Uh, looks like it could be a tea or coffee type thing. And she just turns to you and says, Oh, Saffron, please come in and have a seat. We're just, uh, we're just discussing the rehearsals. Oh, yes. Um, that's, that's actually why I've come. I'm curious to know how they've been going. Oh, well, you know, uh, Dandelion is being a... Is it Dandelion or Daffodil? Dandelion. Dandelion's being a prima donna as always, and Dove. It's Dove, right? Yep, Dandelion, Dove, and uh, Cam, I believe, is a new actress. Ah, yeah. Uh, Dandelion and Dove have been, you know, playing their usual ways, trying to placate Dove. I mean, no one does it like you do, but I've been managing to keep him on task. Um, what was the new girl's name again? Cam. Cam. Cam, look, I know that we try not to be too superficial here, but Cam is having trouble fitting into her dresses. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. I see. But uh, you you may do with that, as, deal with that as you wish. Uh, I, you know, but uh, we can't... Fabric doesn't grow on trees, so to speak. No, no, it does not. Um, how is the dandelion bar situation? Uh, my understanding is that they haven't seen each other in some several weeks. Okay, that's good. Happy to hear that. Um... Okay, well, thank you, Huskvana. You've been doing a marvelous job. I will, I will speak to Cam. Very well. Uh, close the door on your way out, dear. Certainly. Wonderful. All right, give me one second, because these dogs won't shut the fuck up. Bloody chew hours. <laughs> Bloody poorly trained chew hours. What's your other uh, person's name? Dandelion, Cam, and the other one? Dove. Okay. I've decided that I shall make an NPC document. That might help us remember all of these names. Probably a good We should have done that a long time ago. Yeah, I've got some... Here, I'll, I'll copy-paste my notes into the chat that way. I return. Huzzah! All right. So, you're going to go talk to Cam. Uh, yes. Brilliant. Um, do I fi- where do I find her? Uh, you find her in what amounts to like a sort of a main eating area. <clears throat> okay. 
Actually, it would just be in the main theatre where they would probably eat. It'd be the only communal space you'd have. So they're all sort of in there, lazing around, having breakfast or whatever. I find it interesting the way you spell spelt Husqvarna. I don't know if you did that on purpose or whether you've just never seen the word. No, I, I have never seen the word, so... There you go. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, you find her there with uh, a few of the others. Jack Bird, uh, one of the other male leads, is nearby. Uh, I will... Um, uh, Cam, might I have a word in private? Uh, yeah, okay. Just give me... She puts her food down. What is, what is it? What's the matter? Um, is is Dandelion to... sick? Do you need me to take her place? I've been I've been re- practicing all of her lines. Uh, no, nothing, nothing so c- catastrophic. I'm I'm afraid. Um, just um, something that Husqvarna wanted me to bring up with you. Something she's she's noticed. Um, uh, she has she has said recently that um, you have been having some, shall we say, uh, issues with wardrobe. No, not that I know of. Uh, the costumes are all fine. I don't have any problem with what you're putting me in. It's Things are things are fitting you okay. Well, you know, sometimes you have to squeeze in, but you know that's can't be helped. You know. Now, I don't want you to think that I am forcing anything on you, dear girl. There's, there's. There's roles that certain actors and actresses portray on on my stage, and I want to make sure that we are clear that you are, well, I I don't want to, uh, I don't want to mince my words, dear. I want to make sure that you are all right playing heavier parts. I'm sorry? What are you talking about, Saffron? Um, can I... Can I read her? Go for it. Okay. All right. Okay, 12. Cool. And I mark XP because I rolled sharp. Nice. All right. Um... So you've got some questions for me? Yes. Um, 
is your character telling the truth? Does she really not know what I'm talking about? She is not telling the truth. She has an inkling. Okay. Um, you don't have to play. Uh, I'm going to go with the scene for a little while uh, and ask intermittently. Um, yeah, you, you don't have to play coy, dear. If, if, you, if you are interested in, well, um, being the big girl on the stage, I will not, I will not stop you. Um, I am interested in the expression of sensuality and, and sexuality in all its forms, and there is nothing that says that a bigger girl can't be as as lovely as a thin one. Cam sort of looks away shocked for a bit. It's like, oh my goodness, what are you... You can't talk to me this way, all right? I... (sighs) I... I... Wow, you... I never thought that you would be so rude as to imply something like that. You, you're, you're deplorable. She looks like she's about to storm off. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what does, what does, uh, sh- what does she wish that I would do? Leave her the heck alone. Okay. And, s- and stop, uh, stop uh, pestering her about this. <clears throat> Listen, I I don't want to be a monster about this, um, Cam. Your your body as an actress, your body is your instrument, and and I want to make sure that you use it to its greatest possible range. I I want to make sure that when you go out on stage, you're every bit as captivating as any of the other actresses or actors. Um, so, I I am just I'm just letting you know that whatever whatever role you choose, uh, however however you physically choose to express your yourself and and your sensuality, I will I will be there to support you. Um, <clears throat> and I'll ask my last question. Um, how can I get her to either admit that this is a problem that she's having and and you know work to to fix it or uh, I guess to to embrace it that if she is going to not care about her weight then she's going to be you know she's going to be uh, playing the the uh, there's a there's a trope name for this that I can't re- can't quite recall, but um, the the larger femme fatale. Hmm. Um. So, how to? It's gonna take some kind of like intervention style shock. You're gonna need to find out why she's putting on weight 
and then you're gonna sort of have you're gonna have to like confront her in force at the moment. This is a small enough confrontation that she can sort of brush it off and be like, "Right, Saffron's just being crazy." Saffron, yeah, just fucking. I'll just go go elsewhere. I'll just no, nah, it's fine. Um, so I kind of have to get everyone else to notice and point it out to her. Mm. All right. Um, all right. Uh, or you could try and snoop and find out, like, why is she putting on weight? I think maybe I will do that. All right, cool. Um, so I'll, I'll leave things off with her. I'll say, um, listen, like I, as I said, I, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be uh, a bore about this. I'm just letting you know that um, on my stage, everyone has their, everyone has their options, and I'm trying to, trying to get the most from all of my, all of my thespians. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. And then she walks off. Uh, so I'm going to go over to Ayazama. Sure. Uh, Azama, it is after morning mass, unless you wanted to do a sermon. Um, that's one of your no, moves, not, not I should ask. Um, yeah, you know what? I will. I will lead a group in true ceremony. All right, so what is Why the, the heck not? What are the themes of the sermon today? I, well, let me how see how, how well I convey those themes. Um, Eight, nine, ten. I convey those themes very well. Um, so what, the, what, what do you say to the so, people that are gathered in what, what, to well, this source? Last days. I'm sorry. What was that? Did you lose me again? What has the tone of the community been these last days? Um, overall, the community's been all right. There's been some contention on the um, dam because of this new construction project. Some of the some of the younger people have seen it as Ozair getting their getting their way because, you know, they have an influential parent. Um, whereas a lot of the older people, oddly, have been like, Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, just it's just that's just uh, ambiguous folk being ambiguous folk. Gotcha. Gender, gender uh, okay. neutral boys will be boys. Uh, <laughs> we'll be gender neutral boys. Yeah, gender neutral boys will be gender neutral boys. Okay. Um, so I am going to, with my move, I'm going to go with anyone distraught is calmed and anyone bereft is comforted. Um, and Ayazama is going to speak to... Uh, the, again, the themes of community and how the extension is a positive thing because it shows how um, I don't, I don't want to say bountiful, but how how well our community is doing because we can afford to build an expansion and it's it's only going to be beneficial and you know in the long run. If you can come up with a parable, uh Ayazama, uh, I will allow you to remove despair as a want. If you can come up with a power. Oh, okay. Well, uh, there is the tale from um, the the book of the from the you know the book of the aquifer, um, 
about the the three little yellowkin. Uh, and now these yellowkin lived in the verdant uh, and got separated from their tribe. And they knew it was dangerous to be in the verdant alone, so they all wanted to build a shelter. Now, one of the yellowkin was afraid that uh, that their that their tribe would return, and so he did not want to invest the time into building a strong shelter. So he built a shelter out of the leaves of the verdants. One of the other yellowkin uh, wanted to be better protected, so he built a shelter out of the sticks of the verdant. But the third yellowkin knew that there would have to be that they would have to survive on their own and that they would have to prove that they were worthy of survival. So he built his shelter in the trees. And early the next morning, when the Razbacks went out hunting, they tore through the shelter of leaves and killed the Yellowkin there. And then they tore through the shelter of the other Yellowkin. Now, the third Yellowkin, who hadn't actually built a shelter yet, but was just in a tree, then went down once the Razbacks had their fill and picked up the sticks and leaves of his fellow Yellowkin and built himself a canopy in the trees. And the moral of the story is that patience is a virtue. And when you have the ability to build, you must build. Hmm. And that, that is the story of the three lost Yellowkin. This sort of resonates a lot with your people. Um, what are the other wants that your group can have? Uh, I have want hunger and want desperation. Uh, okay. Um, a lot of them, after the sermon, come up to you and ask if there's anything that they can do to help improve the system, if there's any maintenance that needs to be done. You know, maybe maybe they could give it a new lick of paint or whatever, or is there any is there anything that the system is lacking that it could use more of? Perhaps we could try and procure some new mats or something. Uh, they're, they're all, they're all, they're, they, they're very, they want to make something for their church. Well, that's that's wonderful. Uh, they want a, they the, want a church building project, you know. Right. Well, the cistern itself is is fine. It it provides and takes care of itself. But we could definitely use uh, mats uh, and a a uh, extension to the the cistern, not the, to the to the building. Um, would be very welcome because our congregation seems to be growing. So perhaps we should build an extension off the front so that we could expand and allow more people into the, uh, into the source. Mm-hmm. Could do. Um, you know, one of the, one of the, um, dam dwellers is, uh, who's built a few of the, helped with a lot of the improvements of like to starts talking about well you know if we took out this wall here we could use the current uh, he's not talking to you he's talking to other people in the around this is like the after church mm-hmm. mingling if we took out this front wall right. where our entrances we could then push out into onto the dam and then this uh, the the part where we worship now could serve as a sort of holy stage and then we could have a large 
structure. But the problem is, is that it's going to block off access across the dam. We're going to be blocking passage through to one end. Unless we did like some kind of open air amphitheater. But uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Then we might have people walking through. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could maybe we could construct some kind of collapsible wall, so we can bring it down just for sermon. Mm. There's, there's, there's a lot of well, back uh, and forth. You dropped uh, out again. To them and say thank you. Those are all wonderful ideas. Perhaps why don't you uh, and and come back next week with some more concrete plans. I I don't think blocking the dam is necessarily the right way to go, but I think we could we could find something. Uh, yeah, the bunch of them are like oh thanks, and they they're very they're really happy that you've uh, that you're willing to let them. Uh... <laughs> uh, it sounds uh, yeah they're um. They're, they're keen that you're willing to listen to the plan, so they're going to draw up some preliminary plans. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, just, you know, th think about it, and, you know, more than just spitballing, and let's see what we can do. Wonderful. So, what do you do now? Did you get, ex did you get experience for rolling your cool just now, by the way? Um, I... Did? did yes, did I did. It, I wasn't sure. I, I did. Remember you used cool I did. at the beginning because well. I had so one from the start move, two. and I had. Yes, I do have two. All right, cool. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, where do you go? What? Where? Where, where, where the fuck am I? Uh, what do you do now, Isama? Church has just met. Wrapped up. Yes. I completely forgot what uh, So was. church wraps up. Everyone, everyone leaves, uh, and you know the the rest of us start rolling up the the, the eel skin or seaweed mats. Um, and is is Alyssa there? Uh, she is. Alyssa, you gave me quite a fright when you took off without warning. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I had to. Uh, I went to harvest something from the uh, from the edges of the verdant, um, and then, you know, I got a bit lost, but uh, I got back I okay. I, I would like to read a person, because I don't believe her. You should. Uh, so I roll plus sharp. Uh, let's see. That is a six, so I guess I believe her. Yeah, she was gathering something. <laughs> So you were gone for two days to harvest materials from the edge of the verdant. I got I got lost. I went to I went to get something. There's a there's a type of food that I used to really love, um, but it doesn't grow very often. Um, and I had heard that there was some of it growing, so I went out to collect it. Um, it was a bit deeper into the verdant than I meant to go, uh, and I got lost. So I uh, took refuge in a tree. Um, and, uh, just waited through the night, and then I came back. Well, uh, Ayazama, uh, puts a hand on her shoulder and gives her, like, a, like, a reassuring squeeze. Next time, please tell me 
what you're doing and where you're going so we could have one of the hunters go with you. I I couldn't stand to see anything happen to my apprentice. Yes, Ayazama, I'm sorry. Um, Ayazama, tell me, does Cam attend service either infrequently or frequently? Uh, you mean the, uh, the Saffron's Cam? Yeah. yeah. Um, sure, every once in a while. When, when rehearsal's not too busy. She's recently uh, been attending service more frequently. Um, you're not quite sure why. Uh, you did see her today, but she, she quickly... Uh, she came in towards the end and then quickly hurried out as soon as things were done. Um, but yes... So you can do with that information as you will. Well, perhaps I should talk to Saffron and see if anything's wrong. You could certainly do that. Do you want to do that now? Uh, sure. So once we once we finish cleaning up and you know everything's good, I'll leave. I'll leave Lissa uh, to you know sweep up and clean out the the source, and I will grab a boat. Oh, oh wait, uh, Ryan, is the theater docked? Or are you afloat? Um, I think we would probably be docked. Okay, so then I will just head over to the theater boat. All right, well, I'll come back to that in a minute because I have some stuff for Ozair. So, Ozair. Yeah, what about me? Oh, your microphone's really quiet. Is it? That's too bad. (laughs) It's strange. It's distant almost. Was it like someone was shaking it before? (laughs) <laughs> just sounded like Brandon was like standing far away um, there's a tool I can use to turn up people's volume though oh, oh from some problems with Brandon oh, he'll be back in a moment so um, Saffron, what uh, what uh, do you do after speaking with Cam? Um, hmm. I I would think probably uh. Maybe try and go and and speak to a few of the other actors and actresses and and ask after Cam. Just right. you know. Do you want to use your everybody eats move for that? Uh yeah, I will. That's a good application, so I think so. Um, so that's hot. Here it is. So hot. I gotta get back to the die roller. Come on, come on, little die roller. Come on, come, come on, Higgs. You can do it. All right, and that is a ten. A ten. All right. What do you get on a ten? All right. <clears throat> so I get to ask three questions. Um, I guess the first one should logically be, "How is she doing? What's up with her?" So. She's recently been 
accepting, requesting, uh, rather, a lot more food um, gifts from guests and attendees that have been wanting her time. Um, she's been turning away um, a lot of grains, though. She's been requesting a lot of, like, fruit uh, and things like that and vegetables, you know. Um, people are, you know, doing their best. Uh, she's even seen a few burners that have been able to come to town because uh, one of their camps is currently operating near you. Uh, and... Uh, but she's been chipper. She's been maintaining her lines and whatnot. Um, she seems to be up uh, and about a lot earlier uh, than a lot of the other people. She seems to be... Um, practicing uh, from sunrise till sunset. Uh, you know, she's working hard. Um, working harder than usual, you'd say, too. Okay. Um, so there's nothing, uh, no, nothing like an emotional crisis that would be causing her to eat more uh, or overeat? Not that you're aware of. She has been going to the church lately. Like, she pretty much left straight after she talked to you. She went and finished her food and then went to go to the cistern. Um, you know, you've heard that she's been doing that every couple of days or so. Um, sometimes she'll go tw twice in a row, but, you know, pretty much whenever she can, she's getting over there. Okay. Um... <clears throat> what or who do they love best? Hmm. They uh, love Master. There's a there's a there's a burner called Master that comes in a lot uh, lately. All right, and the two of them have – has he, like, specifically requested her, or is she, like, just gravitating toward him? She's gravitating towards him. She's clearly got a thing for a guy called Master. Okay. Pretend there aren't overtones there. Um, let's see. And – Look, there's a – there's a hardware store in Australia called Masters, and I wasn't going to call him Masters, because <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Mm. I guess I could have called him Mast. Maybe he's Mast for short, because Mast is such a long, long word. Yeah. <laughs> Them burners have Australian sensibilities. This is called Ma. <laughs> I mean, I guess Masters could work as, like, a last name, like a surname. Everybody just calls him, like, you know, his name is Joe Masters, but everyone just calls him Masters. Uh, Burners tend to have single names. Lee Rowan is even hyphenated. Yeah, the first, yeah. All right. Um, and the last question I get, uh, how can I get to her emotionally? <sighs> you should approach her as a parent would. She's, she's 
she's always been she's always sort of been looking for that sort of parental figure she's um she's only a f she's a few she's maybe like a decade younger than you but like you remember her coming here when before this was your theater back when this was the orphan house okay so she's looking for a father figure yeah not in like a creepy american dad slash family guy humor kind of way mm. well, she's already uh, got the hots for a guy named master so there's only one there's only room for one dimension of creepy in this um okay uh so yeah i guess i'm you know just sort of talking to a bunch of people you know feeling this out cool uh so now that brandon's back we'll switch back to brandon cool how's that mic going i don't know how's it going okay good great <laughs> So, what is Ozair doing this morning? Is you finishing up any... Tell, tell us about your new dock extension, by the way. How does that work? Is it like... Do you have somehow have a staircase that cuts through the stone, but doesn't... Through the concrete, but doesn't go into the water and then goes up? Or do you just have a dock that you have as your private dock? How does this... That fucking one. Alright, so it's not directly connected to your workshop. I guess there could be a long emergency ladder that is somewhere close by, but not, you know, within easy access. But, um, yes. Ozera is currently in her special room. Oh, the special room. Is the special room working? Um, no, special room should still be broken. Um, she currently has a laptop in a plastic uh, kind of case that she got from somewhere, you know, wherever. Mm -hmm. um, and is currently taking apart the laptop, looking at this kind of scorched area. I mean, it's mostly not scorched anymore. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to know what it's going to take to fix this thing. Fix so I can actually your augury device? Yes. Um, it's going to take hard work, but you've got all the components you need. Oh, good. Okay. <clears throat> so. Um, I don't want to make it... I don't really feel like making it a, a, a super difficult to fix the thing. <laughs> to so be that's honest. what um, she's been... Putting after sh they finished putting up this weird, I don't even know what that uh, the garage would be made out of weird sheet leftover sheet metal with a sheet metal roof. Ah, you're gonna get burned alive inside during the summer. Um, but yeah, she's just been trying to fix this thing because she put so much time and her father put so much time into it, and her father put so much time into it, and his father put so much time into it, and their father, etc. Do you wanna do you wanna get some of your laborers to help you? Oh, of course. They're all helping me. Karna, two, Pamming, they're all in there. Okay. All three of them. Pamming is a great name. <laughs> Yes. Karna is a sexy man and Two is a sexy young man. 
as you're fixing this, um, Kana is holding up uh, holding up one of the solar panels and say, Hey, Ozan, what do you want me to do with this solar panel? I kind of look at him and say, put it over there. I don't know. I don't really think it's... I kind of look at the ceiling. I don't think it's getting any use in here, so maybe we can retrofit it to something else. Maybe I should put it on the roof of my garage. Put it in the put-in-the-garage pile. What's the other one's name? Two. Two. Two's like, gimme, 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 gimme. He grabs it, and he's like sort of scurrying about. If you break that, I will break your legs. I ain't never broke nothing. You know me. I'm good for the job. I'm good. I'm good. Then you see him like sort of, not like cartoon dive, but he dives into a pile of the stuff and he's like sorting shit. He's he's mostly sorting out a lot of wire at the moment. So Um, much wire. Yeah. Uh, and then Pamming sort of says Ozer and sort of nods her head towards the door, uh, which you have your back to at the moment. I check to make sure one of my three guns is nearby me. Yeah, they're all, you know, that Tom Jane Punisher movie style spread about the room, you know, disguised I, as drawers and whatnot. And I kind of turn around. Uh, you see Lissa standing there um, with a, a uh, verdant stained uh, canvas bag. I kind of point at her and say, I told you not to come here. Um, I, I have, I have. Let's go talk outside. Okay. And I lead her out of the workshop and into the area with the turbine. Cool. So. Um, I have, I have a thing, some things that I think you might. And she opens this canvas bag, and you see the lights from the water bottling plant. Uh, Maybe six of them. Kind of put my hand, like, under her chin. What are you doing going out there? I wanted to find... I wanted to learn more about the water processing facility that they had there. And I want to go back. But if I go back, I'm going to need supplies. I can't last out there. I can only be out there for a few hours. I can only be there for like a few hours on my own. I have to get all the way out there, then get all the way back. I have to do it. I can't do that in one day. But if I had more supplies or some support, maybe I could stay out there for longer and I could bring you more of this stuff while also doing the stuff that I want to do. I kind of put my hand over her mouth and I say, shh. And I kind of lean her, lead her over to this far area that's past the turbine. Um, it's like an area where they used to have like a fish ladder or something going up. Yeah. So it's kind of like just an open space now. Um, and I kind of um, say, why would I want those lights? 
wasn't that the whole reason we went out there? To get lights so you could deter the bone chewers or whatever? Things change. So what, we're not going to worry about the fucking bone chewers? The fucking cannibal monsters that attack us, like, almost every month? We seem to be handling it. Do you have a gun, by the way? No, I don't have a gun. What are you using as a weapon, then? I've got a machete. I haven't had to fight anything. The The whites are easy to get through, and if you're quiet, the Razbacks leave you alone. Plus, I have the the power of the system to protect me. You know, that doesn't really work when you are not... Anyways, I kind of grab her by the hand and say, Listen, thanks for the lights, but... You should probably go talk to Ayazama about, you know, sending Nipperkin with you or something. I don't need... I need workers, not killers. I need people that can help me break down that shit that they have there. Why is this so important to you? When people are sick, they have to come to the cistern, right? But we can't produce uh, healing waters in large quantities. I don't know why, but after I suggested we could make more water to Aizama, who was like, yes, that's a great idea, and then we never talked about it again. I don't see why being able to keep more people healthy is a bad thing for the community. Kind of lean against the railing and kind of look past the kind of weird little gate that enters to the turbine to like, you know, kids that are too small to be doing anything or kind of playing out in like the open area. And I say, you know why Ayazama doesn't want special healing water on tap? Why? Think. Let's say I made a machine right now that could fix all other machines. Then our, what would lives, I do? our lives would be better, I'm guessing? It would, but that's beside the point. What would it happen to me, to Pamming, to my father, to, you know, all the workers? You would have to work less. Yes. And our station as workers would be... Nothing. Exactly. If you could somehow take the source and sell it, not necessarily I'm saying you sell it, but, you know, sell it bottle by bottle, the canteen loses any power he has. Because then everyone has access to the healing water. They don't need to come listen to our sermons. Yes. So are you saying that I shouldn't do this? Do you want... to... destroy what... 
the canteens have worked on and worked for. Dismantle really. the establishment. Not really. I would. I just. I just want to help people. I want to help as many people as we can. The church is growing. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Ayazam is doing his best. Without destroying his own position. And I kind of look back to the turbine and I'd say, take this turbine, for example. If I fix this, where does that leave the burners? Because then we'll have electric stuff. And we can use electric to run our engines? Close enough. I kind of like pat her on the shoulder. We have... Um, it's what I'm doing. That's After I finish this project, that's where I'm going next. Your... The path you're on is different than the path I'm on. But it will lead to this destruction of something that has a more symbolic nature than what I'm trying to destroy. Yeah, okay. Um, she hands you the bags, like, here's your lights anyway, and then sort of walks away. I grab her before she walks away. Hey, what... And she looks back at you. There are better things to be spending your time on than with an old man who doesn't understand how things work anymore. If you ever have a change of heart, you can always come work for me. Do you want to seduce or manipulate there? Of course I do. That was the whole point of the scene. <laughs> so I could make a terrible role. So that you could get ready to build that uh, socialist uh, terrorist uh, organization. Well, you'll be happy to know that I rolled a six. Aww. She sort of yanks her hand away and then just walks off. <clears throat> I shrug, go back to my work. Wonderful. Uh, so, do you... Do you want to uh, tell Ayazama about this at all? Of course not. Alright. Cool. Um, she, she came to me in confidence. Mm. If I learned it from someone else, then I would have no problem. But she came to me in confidence. Yeah, so right. I'm not going to betray her. Cool. Uh, I will switch over to the other two then, and we can do their little interactions. So, uh, Saffron. Yes. You're uh, you're walking about talking to folk, and as you're gathering this information, you see Ayazama step onto the boat. Oh, Canteen, how wonderful to see you this morning. Huh. 
Ah, hello, Saffron. I hope everything is well with you. Yes, uh, everything everything has been just fine. Uh, what can I help you with today? Well, I was hoping to speak to you about one of your uh, actors, if you have a moment. Oh, certainly. Um, uh, what? Uh, who? Who brings you here? Well, I just wanted to make sure that everything was all right with uh, with Cam, and that there wasn't anything unfortunate happening. Um, not that I'm aware of. It's it's funny you should be asking about her. I was just asking around myself. Oh, really? Yes. She she has been attending uh, services more frequently. I, I've noticed her every every once in a while. Uh, you know, in, in the downtime when there's a lull between productions, uh, she tends to come to services. But I've been noticing her uh, more often as of late, and she just tends to run out as, as soon as service is done. Not that that is very odd. Many, many people do. But uh, I just wanted to make sure and see if maybe you wanted me to approach her. Um. I haven't heard enough to to get me really concerned yet. Um, tell me though, Canteen, has she been going alone or or in the company of someone else? Uh, MC, uh, I will let you decide. So you, you can say yes or no, and then if you say yes, I'll tell you who she's been with. Um, he, as as a matter of fact, I think I have seen her with uh, another person. Uh, you've seen her with a uh, very scruffy uh, gentleman in um, sort of cheap, dammer-looking clothes, like the kind of stuff, the kind of clothing that you give to people that have just emigrated, um, but right. you don't recognize the person and you don't remember anyone new joining the community lately. Um, hmm. You've never talked yes. to this person. It's, it's not someone I recognize, but and I'll, I'll give that description. Uh, is that someone I recognize? Uh, it could be uh, Ma or Master, as he is commonly known. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Perhaps um, he is disguising himself as a <clears throat> because he doesn't want to be known as the burner that goes to the fucking canteen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she she's been she's been hanging around with a, a burner named Ma very very recently. That's that could be him. Um, Interesting, a burner. The source takes all kinds, I hear. Oh yes, yes. No, I'm I'm not I'm not disparaging him. I'm just surprised. Funny that the two of them should find religion at the same time. Well, we I have spoken with burners, and we do uh, share some commonalities in our beliefs. We are co-religionists of a sort. Uh, it's not too surprising that that uh, someone I, – I suppose it's possible that someone like Cam, who is versed in the ways of the aquifer of the soul, might introduce someone else. But the timing does seem a little odd, I suppose. Hmm. Are you sure she's not going through some sort of spiritual crisis? <clears throat> well, from what I've heard recently, she doesn't seem she doesn't seem uh, to be lagging behind in her 
um, in, in her lines or missing cues or anything. Uh, none of her colleagues have noticed anything of the sort. But perhaps well, there is something. Perhaps there is something more going on. Husk uh, has assistant. she been making? Uh, MC, has she been making more donations to the source? Not at all. Okay. Continue, Ryan. She, uh, my my assistant Huskvana Huskvana has told me that she has had some difficulty lately fitting into her costumes and has been requisition I've heard that she's been requisitioning a lot more fresh fruit and um, starting to get the idea that uh, we may have another another addition to our crew on the way. Hmm. Well, just, earners do eat a lot of fruit. Just a theory for now, though. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. Um, thank you, thank you for for coming to me with this. Um, canteen, I, I appreciate your concern for my crew. We, we are a community, and we must take care of one another. And you, you know her better than I do, so I thought I would bring it to your attention first. Well, if I notice anything that she may need help with. If, yes, if there's anything I can do, please let me know. Of course. Anything else I can help you with, Canteen? Uh, no, no, I believe that's it. Have a... Have a blessed day. Have you guys talked to one another since the uh, justified killing? Uh, have you talked about it? <laughs> have you guys, like, gotten together to get your stories <clears throat> straight? Or was it just quick cover-up and then everybody pretend like nothing's happened? I feel like we've been talking around it this whole uh, time. I yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't see what there's to talk about. Uh, he, yeah. he attacks me, and I dispense justice. Mm-hmm. Well, there definitely hasn't been talking to anyone. Um. But but. Uh, now that now that you mention it, um, might I read the canteen? Go for it. Okay. Um, should that be opposed or something? I think if he wants, he can probably help. Oh, or he hinder. can. He can use. He can use help or, in, or hinder. Yeah. To read. Um. Yeah, I guess I. I will uh, roll that and hinder. I guess right. I don't know. Right, so you go first. I'm trying to read. Uh. So I got a. You'll have to repeat that. Seven. Seven. Where is it here? Oh, I got a seven. seven. So, so that's a minus two. Oh, a minus two. Okay. Oh wait, no, no. On a ten plus, on a seven to nine, they get a minus one. 
Yeah. Okay, so I'm rolling. I'm rolling at my at my level. No modif- no modifier at all. And I got box cars. Nice. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, the first thing I'm gonna ask you, uh, Ayazama, what are you really feeling? Um. Uh, not not so much concern for Cam, but just an interest to know what's going on around in in the uh, important places in the community. Okay. So I'm getting like a complete. I'm just getting like um, an opportunistic vibe from your character. Like you just want to know what's happening among the movers and the shakers. Yes. All right. Um, <clears throat> second question: um, What does your character intend to do? Um, uh, nothing yet, just find out what's just, want to, just, bleh, just wants to find out what's going on and see if it's any use. Okay. Um, so you're not, you're not like here to blackmail me. That's good. I, I enjoy that answer quite a bit. Um, and what, what does Ayazama wish that I would do? Um, come to church. I don't know. I guess tell him something. Yeah, come to church. Um, tell him something uh, useful because uh, you get a lot of people's information as well. Mm, all right. Um, in that case. Um Saffron says, um, Cantane, I, I, as I said, I truly appreciate, um, I truly appreciate your concern about my, my crew, and I hope that, uh, we can, I hope that, uh, I can be as good a friend to you someday as, as you've been to me in recent times, and if there's anything you need, you let me know. Well, thank you, Saffron. It, it, it warms my heart to hear that. And Ayazama will take his leave. There it is. Alright then. So. Um, where do you go to after that, Ayazama? Um, he is going to head to the uh, Khan's barge to see if Pacifica wants her private uh, sermon. Alright. And Saffron, are you doing anything? Sorry, hang on. I muted my mic. Um, I think at this point I'm probably going to try to have another um, tete-a-tete with Cam, just to see if I can get her to open up a bit more and not quite, not be quite so ham-fisted about it this time, since I have a better idea what's going on. Radio. Uh, Ozer. Yep. 
You have been summoned by Pacifica to attend to her barge immediately. They have an urgent mechanical problem. Well, I take my um, mechanics bag and I put my SMG in it. All right. Along with tools, of course. And I get in my Zodiac and I go. Weep, 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 weep. Exactly. Uh, just as uh, you are walking, uh, about to step up to the barge, Aizama, you see uh, Ozer's little inflatable boat that is in remarkable condition for something that was presumably just found half buried on the beach. Uh... You see them, uh, you know, almost uh, just about to arrive at the barge themselves. So Ozair's Ozair's taking his little boat around, her little boat around. Yeah, it's like it's like a two-minute walk from from the from Ozair's private dock. Ozair's like room ostentatious <laughs> boat trip. You got to show off your power. You put you put the evidence in your mouth to show that it has no power over you. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Well, that is quite an interesting craft, Ozair. She ignores Ayazama. Ties I've, up her boat. I've never met a holy man before. What are you talking about? Who is this Ayasama you talking about? I've never seen him in my life. I just kind of squatted down on the dock, kind of tying the boat up. Looking down at the boat, she says, I don't need to talk to you, Ayasama. We've already talked enough. Ayasama says quietly to her, I don't remember you having that a week ago. I slowly stand up. Things change. So it seems. And as he turns, I grab his butt. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I would like to read a person now. Yeah, I would like you to read a person too, because I got no idea what's going on. Uh, Do you want to interfere at all? Yep, so there? I'm going to roll plus. Like there first. Oh. No, you're not going to interfere? No. Yep. All right, so it's just a straight roll then. All right. So that is a 10. Oh, sweet. So, um... And you can hold those, what's your, hold that three through the scene, so... Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use one right now. Yeah, what's your fine. character really feeling? Um, Alzer is conflicted in which direction she wants to move. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold the others things. for now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ayazama uh, gives a little, oh, as you squeeze his buttocks, uh, and then steps out of the way and lets Ozair go first. Why, thank you, Canteen. I'll remember this forever. 
and I kind of walk inside. As you walk inside, uh, one of the guards uh, stops you and says, I'm going to have to search you. And they start moving to pat you down. Um... They're just patting you down at this point. They're not searching your bag yet. Why am I being patted down? I kind of look at the guard and step back, probably bumping into Azama. We have to make sure that you're not concealing any weapons. If you have any weapons, feel free to place them uh, in this tray, and we will mind them for you. (laughs) I drop my bag, and I kind of open my coat which um, reveals Ozair wearing not much besides, like, a um, kind of tight-fitted, um, like, bustier. <laughs> All right. The guard sort of uh, looks a bit uh, shocked and says... Uh, Closes his eyes and says, uh, yeah, just uh, place them in the tray for opening them again and looking, staring at your face intently. I kind of um, pull out my uh, crowbar and I kind of put it in the tray and say, I guess that doesn't count, and I take it back. No, that's a, it's a tool, although I can't I imagine like you're going to need a pry bar. I'd like to seduce this guard with my ostentatious sexuality. Go for it. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, good. I got a seven. Nice. (laughs) Better than a six. So um, I don't want him to look in my bag. You sort of run the crowbar up his leg as you're sliding it away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I put the crowbar back and I kind of um, lean down and kind of pick up my um, bag and kind of uh, heft it and say, well, and I kind of like heave breathily and say, was that all you needed? Uh, yes, that that's that's all I needed. Please go inside. Um you, didn't, you don't have your revolver on you? Nope, I do uh, not. I guess you don't need it when you've got a fucking SMG in your bag, do you? <laughs> Spray and pay! Time to take the leaders out! You've got the yeah, post-apocalyptic yeah. version of those uh, SMG briefcases from <laughs> from Ghost in the Shell and like That's a dozen right. other things. Uh, Alright, so you walk in. Uh, in oh. Pacifica and Holland... Uh, uh, sitting there, um, staring, you can only assume intently at one another. Pacific's, Pacific is definitely staring intently, uh, and Holland is just covered in wraps and shit. Tell me, one of, <laughs> tell me, please, Ozair, a rumor of how Holland, why Holland is always covered up. What's a rumor you've heard? Because Holland is a giant asshole and wants to be mysterious. So it is purely an act. Yep. All right. 
That's a as, good answer. As Ozair walks in, she says, Is, is that perhaps hey a up. rumor that Ozair has started themselves? Ozair would <laughs> never start a rumor. <laughs> yeah, Ozair. Mm, no, she heard it somewhere. Alright, um, hello, S- says Holland blandly, and Vasifik's like, oh, thank you, Ozair, for uh, coming. There seems to be a problem uh, with one of our, uh, one of the motors on our little uh, yacht here. I mean, we, we, we could use the sail, but uh, when there's no wind... Uh, so we're wondering if you could take a look at the motors. Uh, you, you're the best mechanic in in town. I kind of reach down into my bag and I unzip it, um, and I pull out some work gloves, and then zip the bag closed and kind of take my coat off. And I say, "Is there somewhere where I can put this, milady?" Pacifica just takes it. Uh, and says, yes, I can ho- uh, hold on to that for you. And she just sort of stands there for a minute before turning away. Where's this motor? And I look towards Holland. Uh, Holland sh- uh, l- turns, gestures to behind you, and you see that the staircase you just walked down can sort of be lifted up to access the sort of an engine bay. And I kind of make a hand gesture in their direction. Can't you? You're a dammer, right? Can't you go down there and get your hands grubby? I could, he says, and offers no other explanation. Holy shit, you two are boring. It's at this point that you notice there's no bodyguards in here, and as you lift up those staircases, they block the main entrance into this space. As much as Ozair would like to whip out her gun and spray and spray all over these two, that would be not the direction she's trying to head. She's trying to head towards a peaceful disillusionment of the uh, monarchy. You want to peacefully dissolve the monarch. In acid. Um, Yeah, it worked great for the French. <laughs> Ozair Ozair is not holy. Yeah, Ozair is not a historian. <laughs> Look, I, I'm loving this new crazy parliament and the ten-hour days that we've got going, but what if, just bear with me, what if we made me emperor? <laughs> Oh <laughs> and then conquer the verdant. Burn it down. <laughs> no one can survive a winter in the, in the Mountaineers compound. It's never been done. Unless you're the Mongols. Yeah, so <clears throat> Ozair takes her tools and gun and goes down to quote-unquote fix this motor. And actually fix it. All right, brilliant. So you managed to work it out. It's mostly just some uh, some of the leads uh, have started to leak fuel, um, and then uh, you notice that one of the wires uh, is shorting because probably a rat or something is chewed on the wire casing. 
So you patch the holes in the fuel line, and then you, you know, tape up uh, the wires. Can I tell by looking at this that the appropriate maintenance has not been performed on it? Like the once a month or whatever our schedule is, maintenance that's supposed to be done hasn't been performed on it? Um, you can... It's it feels to, like everything is fucking falling apart all the time. Like rubber tubes don't last a hundred years, um, so it's likely that the proper maintenance has been done. But it's this is the kind of shit that Holland could have fixed real easy. Pacifica probably could have fixed it. Like it's not it's not intricate work. It's just taping up some shit. Hmm. They couldn't lower themselves to do menial work. They're too busy faffing about, staring at each other. Mm-hmm. What, whatever you, whatever, you, however you want to go with it. <laughs> so, however long it takes her, that's what she does until she's done, and then goes out. All right, takes you about twenty minutes, and then you leave. Twenty. Goodbye. Uh, Ayazawa, you see the staircase lower, you know, you didn't really hear anything coming from inside. It was very quiet on the boat, too. All the bodyguards were, seemed to be purposefully looking away from the yacht. Um, and then, uh, and this staircase thing gets lowered and out pops, uh, Ozair, a little bit dirtier, and the cabin now smells a lot more of uh, fuel, but nothing nothing else really stands out to you. Uh, as, as you're walking out, Ozair, Pacifica runs up to you and says, your coat! And hands it to you. And I kind of touch her hand and I say, Pacifica, thank you. She sort of stares into your eyes, and it's a look you've never seen Pacifica wear before. Uh, it's like steely animal determination. I kind of look at her and say, What are you doing later? I have business to attend to. Why do you require. Do you need to speak with me on. About some matter for the cons? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I can make an appointment for you. Um, come back this afternoon. You may have to wait, but uh, I'm sure that will be no obstacle to you. Yeah. I don't have anything else better to do. Kind of look at my naked wrist, uh, absentmindedly, a gesture I picked up from my father. And him and his father before him. (laughs) Yes. And I kind of look at her and say, well, I'll see you later. I'm going to grab my jacket. Pull it on. Ayazama? You see... Uh, Yes, Before Before Ozair leaves entirely, I want to use uh, one of my other questions. Mm-hmm. What does your character intend to do? In reference to... You wanting to meet the cons, I imagine, because he would have been able to hear yes. that. 
Um, well, she just wants to talk to Pacifica. She sees that Holland is an unreasonable man, whereas Pacifica could be persuaded or perhaps uh, sexually satisfied in some way that Holland cannot and be twisted in a way in which Ozair wants her to be. Okay. All right. So, uh, Ozair, Ozair. Uh, I am smiles at Ozair as she walks by. Have a blessed day, Ozair. Canteen, go fuck yourself. He just smiles. And then, and then I walk up to Pacifica. Good morning, Pacifica. Hello, uh, Canteen Ayazama. Thank you. Uh, how, what can we do for you? Oh, well, I came by to see if you were interested in uh, a sermon. Uh, we have a lot to attend to today, but if you... Uh, if, if, uh, I suppose I have a few minutes, though. Uh, she says as she sort of looks to Holland and then ushers you back deeper into the cabin. Normally you sit in this front room that's sort of like a... I don't know how familiar you all are with sailing yachts. Um, uh, but she takes you back towards where one of the bedrooms... Uh, one of the two bedrooms are. Mm-hmm. And you sit uh, on one of the beds. You've never been back here before. Oh, um, I so Ayazama takes out his little uh, portable yeah. sermon kit. Yes, that his portable sense. his portable wiener. Uh, his sermon uh, he, he had to leave his other one at home. Yeah, uh, and he starts, uh, you know, speak. Uh, is there anything that you would wish to discuss, Pacifica? Anything oh. that is on your mind? Not, not particularly. Um, just, uh, just between you and me. And she puts her hand on your thigh and sort of squeezes it mm-hmm. and says, and looks deep into your eyes and says, "I think there might be a thief in the community. Some things have gone missing." And she leans. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to read her person. Read all of her person. Uh, let's see if I can do this again. That is a ten. Damn. Nice. All right. So, uh, what does your character wish I'd do? She uh, she wishes that you would tell her uh, who has been stealing things. Hmm. Uh, so Ozer, I keep saying Ozer now. Ayazama uh, widens his eyes. Oh my! What what sort of things have gone missing? Oh, you know, just the odd valuable item nothing nothing that has any nothing that has any practical use just uh unique one off 
items of, you know, artistic value. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to use one of my other hold. Is your character telling the truth? No. These are definitely things that have practical uses. (laughs) And no artistic value? Uh, Some of them have artistic (laughs) value. For varying definitions of art? Yeah. If you're um, a battle, so, bait, if you're a battle bait, babe, <laughs> an SMB is an instrument of art. Oh yes. Um. So I am going to try to seduce or manipulate her. So oh, I'm wow. roll plus hot. Yeah. Go for it. Let's see, let's see where this goes. Uh, my hot. Oh, it's just zero. All right, let's see. That's Can't an eight. Wait. All right. Are you seducing or manipulating? <laughs> Are you, uh, like, uh, are you like yes? giving? Are you like giving Pacifica a back rub? Can I, can I like uh, 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 is gonna gonna like toe that line? Um, like so, she she put her hand on his thigh and then leaned back. So he uh, leans forward and puts his hand on hers for like. Just longer a, than just a would be little friendly. bit higher than yeah. than, uh, than she would have. Right, yeah, like like on her wrist maybe, um, and says Pacifica, I hope you understand that you can be totally forth. I am going to assume you said. And he lets his hand linger for coming. a moment. Uh, she she puts her hand onto yours uh-huh. and lets it rest there. Um. And then says, I understand. Uh, And then sort of stands up uh, and says, as always, um, you're very helpful. Um, Perhaps Uh, you and I could uh, meet up later. Um, I'd I'd like to talk to you in a less formal setting. We're always meeting in a public appearances and uh, or, or here to discuss um, you know my burdens of state um, perhaps we could meet up later uh, in the uh, in the uh, on the barge and have have a few drinks I think that would be wonderful Fantastic. And then she ushers you out. You have secured yes. a date uh, Ayazama, Ayazama with packs the queen. This stuff. <laughs> yeah. In public. That's going to be fine. Nothing bad's going to happen from that. No. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. That's perfect. Where do you uh, go? So Ayazama is going to go home uh, and have a talk with Babylon about... Oh, I- uh, I plans. can imagine. <laughs> look, yeah, look. about plans uh, and machinations and how they work. I and have sacrifice. to. I have to sleep with. I sacrifice. have to sleep sleep with Pacifica for work. <laughs> it's funny. I don't want to do it. I have to do it. Nobody wants to do it. <laughs> even even her husband is bandaged from head to toe. I'm not sure whether this is. Uh, whether this is House of Cards or uh, Mr. Robot style of extramarital affair. 
We'll see. Uh, I'm I'm leaning more towards House of Cards, but I guess it'll depend on Babylon. It'll depend on Babylon. Uh, you well, might be. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go tell her. And, yeah. I was planning on I, telling her. I like, Look, this is, this is what's problem. happening. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, Saffron, you're going to go con- con- construct. You're going to go confront Cam. <clears throat> yes. So... You find Cam um, on stage uh, practicing with some of the other uh, with some of the chorus line. Um, there's a piece, there's a performance that you sometimes do where they uh, all mimic her, but the motions sort of change from performance to performance. They're they're selected from a certain set, but they come in different orders depending on the mood. Of the crowd and whatnot. Okay. So they're practicing that. It's sort of part dance, part theater exercise, really. Um, in that case, I will um, I will go up to the group and I will say um, sorry to interrupt ladies and gents I need to steal Miss Cam for just a moment They're, they all sort of like sigh relief because they've been running this for like an hour and while it is kind of fun sometimes it is not always um, I'll, I'll call for a break you know take five and then Cam like walks over like oh, they were they were really getting into it you know we, we were that was some of the best we've done lately. I think, I think that that bit's going to be really... It's going to be on fire tonight. It's going to be real good. It looks like it's coming along very well. It will, in fact, be on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you think so. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Game over. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, no on fleek. That's the bridge too far for Alex. That's too much. Too much. Just tap it out. All right. So Ryan Cam is there. She's... Now, Cam, I I know we had a, a bit of an awkward conversation this morning. Um, I I I want you to know that I <clears throat> I'm asking because I'm concerned about you. And I really do want what's best for you. I want all of my performers to to shine to the best of their ability, and you, my dear, are a rising star. Um, <laughs> so I I hope you won't think that uh, I I hope that you will be honest with me and. As, as forthright as possible when I ask the following question. Are you pregnant? Uh, she sort of like grabs you and pulls you inside and says, don't say that so loud. Um, I'm, I'm going to read her again. Go for it. 
Alright, let's see how this goes. Nine. Alright. And I get to improve. Cool. I will handle that later. Um, I'm going to reserve my question, and I'm going to I'm going to say, um, well, are you? How did you find out? I put it together. I've I've asked around. Uh, Husqvarna said you've been putting on weight. Um, a bunch of people have told me that you are uh, you've you've been spending a lot of time with with Ma. The canteen himself even said that you've been going to services together. You you can't tell anyone that he's been going. All right, they'll they'll lynch him if they find out. He's going he's going to support me. He's trying to understand our culture. Okay. Are are you going to are you going to continue on with us or are you leaving us for bigger and better things? Of course I'm going to continue on, all right? Um, I'm going to ask before what what does she intend to do because she, if go ahead she intends to give the ba- baby to ma and his husband oh okay look he he gave me something uh some a, a, a bag of stuff that they'd found in the verdant, all right? Uh, as a sort of a, a payment. Okay, so this is purely a business arrangement then? Kind of, you know, he's cute and attentive, but I'm a performer, and, you know, he... He wanted... Uh, he wants a child, so I thought maybe I could get through the summer, through the spring season. Then I take spring off, uh, take summer off, uh, and then uh, you know, by the end of uh, by the end of autumn, I should be ready to get back on stage. Ah, so you're that far along already? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm not a doctor. <clears throat> All right. I'm I'm not very pleased that you've, you know, gone through this without without telling me, but I want you to know that as your director, you can you can count on me for whatever you need, dear. So, if anything, if you need if you need medical services or treatment of any kind or or an exam, I will do my best to make sure that you get the finest care available on the lake. Do you want crazy healing water or hippie doctor that actually knows science? Well, I'm guessing by the fact that she goes to uh, to Ayazama's. Um, Services that she would probably go for the crazy healing water. 
But didn't you and I establish off-screen that you really liked that hippie doctor character and you wanted an excuse to include him again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm not quite as... Uh, I the mean, like... finest medical care. You'd be like, no, nah, we can't have any of that quack holy water business. Right. <laughs> You've got to see a proper doctor. Hey... <laughs> kind of guy that lives in a basement surrounded by angry children and has a bead curtain for a door. <laughs> it's the only doctor you can trust. It's the only doctor our health insurance will cover. Right. Um, so, I, as, I, as I said, I, I hope that... I hope that you will, you will come to me... In the future, before getting yourself involved in things like this. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't... I just... Uh, I ju- it, it, it seemed like a really good idea. It seemed like a way to make, make some scratch. And, you know, I don't, I don't discourage... I don't discourage any of the actors from from seeking out their own fortunes on the side. God knows, uh, the life of the theater is not exactly not exactly high paying. You uh, say none that, of us but are... it's arguably the highest paying job in the community. <laughs> yeah. Um, still, none of us are living like the cons. That's true. You don't have secret armories, right, or private yachts. Private yachts. You do have um, slave children, though, basically. Yeah, we're, we're working on we're working on uh, getting them to better themselves and and also uh, make me some some money on the side. I'm, some affirmative I'm, action. Yeah, I'm I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not gonna go and and uh, seek out some side side money myself and then tell my people that they can't. I just wish. I just hope that they'll be open with me when they do it. All right. All right. Um, so I, I will, you know, I'll, I'll let you get back to your rehearsal now, dear. But please keep me in the loop. Yeah. Okay. Very good. That's all I wanted to hear. So, uh, Ozair, what do you do after you're done at... Just cruise around. (laughs) You cruise around? Just enjoying your new motorboat? I go directly back to my garage, and I go directly to my workshop. Uh, Your people tell you that they've done most of the heavy lifting for the... um, fixing your machine, the only stuff that's left to do is the fine tinkering, which really only you can do. Um, I dismiss Karna in two, and I look at Pamming, and I say, uh, I'm sure you have some other duties to perform before the shift's over, but if anyone calls for me, I should be in here. All right. Do you need me to keep an eye out? I mean, last time you were in here, this thing caught on fire. No, that was an accident. 
And that's not going to happen this time? No, no. We've uh, double insulated the wires, and uh, it burned up once, so it can't burn up again. Because that would, you know, you know the old saying, nothing sets on fire twice. Hmm. All right. I mean, I'll be here. I'll stay. I'll be. I'll be here for a little while longer. She closes Mm. this the fake wall. That's right. And I begin tinkering, putting the SMG back where it belongs. Is that an SMG? No, it's a shovel. What are you talking about? It's a gun. I made it myself in arts and crafts class. Out of pipe cleaners and DVD players. Right. It shoots DVDs. Small, tiny, cylindrical. The little arm that moves the laser to to punch the bullets out of the barrel. Right. Portal style. That's 60% more bullet per bullet. So, uh, after much tinkering, you feel the chill of night begin to creep in. What do you uh, do uh, now that you, you're pretty sure you've got it? Well, I kind of opened the little door and I'm going to look out. Is anyone here? Uh, you can hear Pamming talking uh, out just outside of your office space. I kind of do that thing that you do, you know. I'm not actually listening, but she's like spying, but not actually spying, like walking out and listening intently and then pretending like she didn't hear anything. Like, okay. you know, like a fake interruption. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I can do that for you, says Pamming to this person, and then uh, turns around and walks back in to the workshop. And I kind of say, oh, Pamming, there you are. Yeah, what's up? You good? Is everything all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to start that thing up. I'm going to close the door, start it up. If you hear any kind of screaming or, like, bursts of flame shoot under the door... Um, Tell my wife hello. She kind of puts her hand on her chin. Don't worry, I'm not dying. Okay. Unless the door starts to feel hot, then I'm dying. Or if I'm like screaming, death screaming, then I'm probably dying. Okay. Um, Sure. Do you want to watch? No, not at all. Okay. Okay. So do you climb into this satellite slash moon capsule? That's right. And I'm going to try this again. Let's see how augury goes. Here we go. Who's ready? Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Why does this always happen? Uh, Swing and a miss. That's a- that sounded like a good reaction. That's a six. <laughs> but I get an improvement. So I'm glad you get something out of this. <laughs> it always sets on fire. 
Oh, it doesn't set on fire. So you, uh... <laughs> Bamming is sort of leaning against the door. And then you smell, um... Burning flesh. Oh. Well... And then you hear... And you hear sort of whimpering coming from outside of your capsule. I kick the capsule open. Mm Mm-hmm. And And then you see uh, a... One of the weird power cables that's plugged into the outside has somehow launched itself out of its socket and has flung across the room and is touching the false metal wall. I kick it away. You kick the cable away. You hear a crumpling, uh, wet bag of sand sound on the other side of the door. Are you ready for the greatest narrative improvement in the history of all narrative improvements? I'm ready. Are you ready for it? I swing the door open, or slide it open. What do I see? You see Pamming there with uh, burnt, charred hands and uh, vomit and all over her face and blood and a grayish ooze eking, uh, seeping out of her nostrils and ears, and she's just laying there crumpled on the ground. I pick her up, mm-hmm. and there's kind of a central table in the workshop. Yep. And I kind of put her on there, and kind of in a flash of inspiration, um, Ozaire kind of notices how the human body is kind of... She's never really looked at someone, and she sees how they work now. Yeah, you see that that gear overlay. Um, yes. And you see... And, uh, that you, the way you see the when you open your mind to the world around you, but you see that gear overlay on her, and you see, like, uh, extra sockets on her body that could accommodate things around your workshop because I assume you're going to add the life support module? Yes. Yeah. I am going to fix and this woman. So you like fervently are like running around your workshop grabbing shit and like clamping it down. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you want to use that move now? Is it a move? Nope, it's just another thing in my workshop, so I can work on people as if they were machines. So um, I go into my workshop, and I dedicate myself to fixing her. All right. It's not a role. I just tell you stuff, right? Yep. Um, It's going to (laughs) take a few hours' work. And you're About going, you're going to thing Sorry. with Pacifica. Yes, okay. it would. And you're going to need blood and skin. <sighs> um. So. 
in a kind of flashing scene of gore and blood, um, Ozair starts to cut skin off of her arms. Oh, wow. That's not the way I expected you to go. This woman. Wow. Um, I guess I'm going to give you some harm? That's fine. Let's go with... Are you going to... You take the skin from yourself. Are you also going to take the blood? (laughs) Oh, of course. All right, then I'm going to... I want to say it's three, to be honest. That's fine. All right, I'm going to say you take three harm. Make me that roll. Sweet. Hopefully, my rolling will aid me in this. All right, let's see. Sweet. That is a seven. (laughs) So I'm choosing some stuff, right? Yes. Uh, There should be the basic moves at the top of this, so I'll just click on that, and then I will scroll down to harm. Um... Battle moves. Subdiffuge. Taking harm. Uh, PCs and harm. That's not the take harm move, though. It's right after the first page. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's the periphery moves. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, harm and healing moves. When you suffer harm on a 10, on a 7 and 9, the MC can choose one. Um... You lose your grip, you lose track of something, you miss noticing something important. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Um. The only one that even makes sense is the you miss noticing something important. I'm just noticing I cut my own hands off. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so you missed something. Damn. Well, I save literally the only person that Ozair really actually genuinely cares about. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't know what happens after that. Oh, don't worry. That'll that'll happen after Ayazama's date. So, Ayazama, I want you to roll me <laughs> seduce right. and manip- seduce or manipulate, and then all right, and then that will determine uh, what what happened when you told Babylon about this. Okay, uh, so that's plus right. Yes, yeah, I believe. Alright, let's see... Nine. Nine. So, she is angry and upset, but she, like, on an emotional level, but intellectually she understands that what you're doing will benefit the both of you. So, she lets you go and doesn't stop you, but, like, you can tell she's fucking pissed about the whole situation when you leave. So that's yeah, that's, that's how that fair. went for you. Uh, but okay. you know, now you've got a date with Pacifica to go to. Yes, uh, I put on my nicest gold, which looks just like all my other gold robes. You're not gonna, uh, you're not gonna go dress to casual. The... You're not gonna dress casual for this. 
Oh, yes, I suppose I should. Uh, the implication is that this is not a public <laughs> appearance, so maybe she's not right, going right, right. dress crazy either. So, in, the, in that case, uh, Ayazama puts on only pair of pants he owns and uh, a shirt uh, and, I guess, regular shoes that aren't sandals. It's kind of weird. Usually he only wears those in the winter. But uh, a pair of Nipperkin's boots. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, Nipperkin, I need to borrow a pair of your boots. Uh, and I tell Nipperkin to stay home. Are you sure? He says? Yes. Yes. I can handle myself. Very well. Uh, and I... Uh, as Ayazama leaves, he stops, says a little prayer in front of the source, takes water, and then heads out. <laughs> You're, uh, you put, you splash some of it on your neck. <laughs> no, that's blasphemous. All right. He just, he just drinks some. Uh, you, uh, you head up to the barge and you uh, take a take a boat out there. Um, when you get to it, you uh, you see uh, you go to the little cafe bari thing that they have there. Um, mm-hmm. and you're looking around for Pacifica, but you can't seem to see her. Hmm. Uh, can I? I guess it's not really analyze a situ- read a sitch, is it? No, it's not a charge situation. Um. I guess I will wait. You could try and talk to someone. Yeah, maybe she's just... Oh, well, yeah. Uh, like a bartender? Yeah, you could talk to a bartender. All right, I'm, I'm going to go up to a bartender. Uh, <sighs> excuse me, have you seen uh, Pacifica here tonight? Oh, no, I haven't seen Pacifica. Pacifica's not here, Ayazama. She's... Why would she be here? She's probably at home with her uh, with her partner. And then he sort of cocks his head to the left. Ah, of course. You're right. My apologies. Uh, and I turn and look at where he was cocking his head. You see a uh, woman uh, wearing a sort of... Um, are you guys familiar with the phenomenon that you... Not the phenomenon, but the fact that you can knit plastic bags into things? You can use plastic bags to uh, knit stuff? Somewhat. So, you see a woman wearing uh, a plastic bag like Sherpa slash tea cozy hat. You know, it looks kind of cute. It's got weird <laughs> okay. sort of rainbow plasticky colours to it. Um, uh-huh. and they're wear and they've got a bit of, uh, grease on their face, uh, and they're wearing this sort of, um, uh, it's like a piece, it's like a, a bed sheet slash bit of cloth that sort of is tied up behind their neck and then is like wrapping down over their breasts and, uh, then wrapping around their waist once. So it's sort of this X shape across mm-hmm. their uh, chest, uh, and then yeah. they've got sort of a um, sarong type thing uh, about their waist, and you know they look a bit, you know, dirty. Like not dirty in a 
you know, they haven't washed ever way, but just, you know, they look like maybe they've mm-hmm. just come from working or something. Right. Like, like a dammer who's just off off the job. A dammer dressed like a myrrh, uh, but you can tell it's Pacifica. You would recognize those eyes anyway. Right. <laughs> uh, so Ayazama walks over and sits down uh, and, and says, Oh, I hope you don't mind if I join you. I was waiting for the con, but I don't think that she's coming tonight. Uh, she sort of leans forward and says, Ayazama, it's me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, Ayazama says, "I didn't recognize you." I, 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 I had to put on a disguise uh, so that uh, we wouldn't be bothered. No, no, I, I understand. That was quite clever. Thank you. So, uh, so uh, I'm going to order drinks, I guess. Strong uh, drinks. Is this a we'll uh, get? Is this a, do we'll we get have? This, is this a we'll get through this date by for, by uh, force of alcohol? Kind of drinks? No. No, no, re- regular drink. All right. So, uh, a sort of. Um, are you going for classy or uh, we're just regular citizens being regular citizen people? No, we're just we're just regular people. All right. The guy brings out a a, a glass of something that looks like watered down porridge, and it has a mm. sort of a yellow tinge to it. Oh, that's that's good. Thank you. That ordered. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I clink glasses with Pacifica and take a sip. She starts, like, chugging it. Um, this is the look of a woman that has drunk this before. Uh, uh-huh. you've, you've probably not had this before. You've seen it around. Didn't ever look appetizing. Um, like, it's yeah. scooped out of a drum. It can't even come out of, like, a tap. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> it has a sort of a bready flavor to it, as well as like a beer. Um, is very heavy and sits in you. Um, based on a real world drink, uh, uh, there's an an alcohol that they make in the Andes that's sort of like beer but made from corn. Oh, okay. Uh, I take like, a sip. And it's real <clears throat> thick. Ayazama <laughs> finishes chewing his drink and swallows it. It's like uh, drinking alcohol, uh, alcoholic um, uh, chicken and corn soup. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's like eating a piece of bread that's been soaked in beer. <laughs> yeah. It sounds just raw, raw um, thick. So, uh, should I roll? I'm gonna roll uh, seducer manipulate again to see how well this goes. If that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Eight. 
Did I get lost? Did I eight. cut out again? You said eight. Sorry. Yeah. Eight. Right. Yep. Yes. Yep. I got it. Um. So, what are you trying to? How, how do you want to shape this conversation? Uh. Well, I figure we'll just have chat first. Um, and then you know, after after like a half hour, I'll just say, so did you ever? Uh, found who stole those supplies? Oh, we have an idea. Um, but I, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. I want to, I just want to get to know you. You know, what, what did you do before you became canteen? What, 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 oh, well, what it's, you, um, shaping up to be, you know, where were you going to go in the community? <sighs> uh, well, I was, I was born a mer and, in all likelihood, I was either going to be a, a some sort of craftsman, but when I was young teen, the former canteen, uh, canteen, what's the name? Uh, canteen uh, Lafa uh, saved my life. Uh, that this was this was my calling. Uh, and I applied to be his apprentice, and I started uh, working at the source, and eventually uh, became the canteen myself. Wow, I, I'm always envious of people that uh, get to have so much. All the all the people that live in our community get to have so much determination, self determination over their life paths. You know, I always yes, you knew... were you were chosen to be con, weren't you? I always knew growing up that I was either going to have to be a con or I would have to be uh, an emissary like uh, Holland's brother, but uh, I was well, over- there is... overjoyed when it turned out to be uh, turned out to be the former. Uh, I mean, there are certain perks, I would imagine, that come with being the leader of the community, or one of the leaders. Oh, yes, but there's so much expected of you, and I, I sometimes wonder what it would have been like to grow up in another community, you know, like with the Burners, or even even the Yellowkin, maybe. I mean... <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't wish the yellow kin on anyone, but the burners are interesting folk. Mm. But you know, there's nothing. It's uh, it's not impossible. No, I sh- I shouldn't say. Never mind. No, say it. Say it. We're here as friends. She says as she reaches out and puts her hand on yours. <laughs> I Ayazama smiles and says, "Well." Um, I'm I'm sure that you've noticed in the recent weeks there has been some nothing nothing serious Um, but I have heard rumblings from people that would wish to perhaps change the system of government that we have change it but what else would work they tried all the other systems in the world before, and nothing held on. They still destroyed this place. Well, that was before. Uh, 
if the verdant has taught us anything, it's that uh, growth comes with time. And perhaps, I mean, I, I know we are a, uh, we, we're a, a, a sizable community, but not as large as what the, the history books say used to be here in the, the, the cities uh, with sprawling buildings that would touch the sky and hundreds of thousands of millions of people. Perhaps something more representative would uh, be better suited for our... Hmm. Maybe. It would give you a chance to explore the life you want. We'll probably never see anything like that. You can tell that she does not want to talk about her uh, being overthrown. I'm not talking about her overthrowing. I'm, talk I'm, I'm talking about her uh, voluntarily stepping down. Same thing in her opinion. Like, yeah, she would have liked yeah, to have grown up elsewhere. She likes to muse on growing up elsewhere, but, like, she also is fucking queen of a settlement, like... Right. So, so it's like, if, if I could be really obtuse, it's like the mendicant from society, from Sherlock Holmes. A bunch of of rich people who got bored so they would dress up as beggars and see who was the best beggar. Like, yeah, yeah I, I would be great. It would be great if I grew up somewhere else, but I'm a queen, so fuck it. Yeah. She's, she doesn't, she declines well, I, I didn't offer mean, yeah. to change her playbook. <laughs> well, I, I, I apologize. I, I did not mean to bring the conversation to a dark place. I was simply, simply, uh, uh, speaking about what I have heard, the, the the people, they they talk a lot at services. You know, you also talk a lot, Ayazama. Would you like to dance? Uh, I would like that very much. All right, make me a uh, roll plus hot. Uh, okay. Uh. Eleven. Eleven. You hot. you dance real well. Um, you know. I, I cut the proverbial rug. You do cut the proverbial rug. Uh, tell me, uh, Ayazama, do you, uh, do you see an opportunity while dancing to kiss the con? Uh, I do. Do you take that opportunity? Mm, in for a penny, yes. All right. Um, I can't remember because we've not used one. I assume second edition has sex moves. Depends, but yes. Uh, yes. Each each character does. You don't have to roll for it. Go for it. Uh, I don't think it works for M. It doesn't. Mine's for another character, not for an NPC. Oh, it doesn't do anything for NPC. What does it do? Uh, Water Bear Special. When you and another character have sex, ask them to do something for you, whether they agree or refuse in the moment. If they go on to do it, mark experience. You can use that on her. Yeah, it's character, okay. not player's character. That's True. the delineation yeah. okay. in Apocalypse World is player's character versus character. Right. 
You can use that on. Um, I will let Eddie use that on her. So you two. Okay. You two uh, dance the night away, and then, you know, you find a quiet spot behind one of the resident shacks, and, you know, have a yep. moment to yourselves, and then afterwards, as you're lay, sort of half laying, half sitting there, feet dangling in the water. What do you what do you say to her? I don't know. Uh, so too much power. Um, I say um, Pacifica. I want you to know that, obviously, I uh, <clears throat> like you very much, and I think that you do a an admirable job in running our uh, community. Make sure you hold on to that position. Um. You must. All right. I, she sort of like playfully laughs and says, "I wasn't going to let it go." <laughs> no, no. But sometimes uh, there, there are many stories. I don't know if you've ever read read, bleh, read the entire uh, book of the cats. There are many fables in there about leaders uh, letting things slip through their fingers. Don't be one of them. All right. And I give her a kiss on the forehead. We'll have to be careful going forward. Of course. But as far as I know, Pacifica is at home with her husband. Speaking of which, what is under those bandages? She whispers something into your ear. What does she say? Um. Ooh, so they 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 were married by like for, by decree, right? Basically. Uh, and she hasn't had a kid yet. She has not. So she whispers, "I don't know." And then she sort of pulls away and laughs a bit. Yes, and uh, and Ayazama laughs with her. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then you hear a bunch of screaming and shouting and a uh, huge raucous mob uh, over on the dam. You can see. Uh, uh, Pitchforks and torches. Wow. Uh, and Pacifica sort of... Uh, oh, my. And you see her, like, pull off the hat she's wearing and her beautiful hair comes out. Uh, and she just dives into the water and starts power-stroking <laughs> over. And you see her, like, stop halfway and, like, rubbing at her face. and She's paddling to the... The dam? Yeah. 
Oh. Um, what what are you doing? And she she doesn't stop. She just keeps going. She's powering to that dam. Yeah. Uh, Ayazama is not that noble. Uh, I'm gonna go home and change into my my Ayazama clothes. Mm-hmm. As you like get a wait, would I have a, to run? Th- you can get a boat taxi thing over there, but you're gonna hear what they're shouting about. Oh, that's fine. Um, you can and and. Uh, Saffron would be able to hear this from her boat because you're docked at the moment. You can hear all this shouting about, um, you know, uh, they're an abomination. They've gone too far. They're playing with powers that uh, not even the canteen is meant to have. Oh, well, at least it's not about me. Okay. Um, yeah, Saffron's going to go see what the uh, what the hubbub is. Are you just going to walk up and talk to someone, like, on the fringes who isn't screaming bloody murder, or...? Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll tap someone who looks relatively calm on the shoulder and... Excuse me, what is, what is going on here? Uh, apparently somebody saw Rosaire doing something and, like, a bunch of people are all shitty about it. I see. I shall bring her back to life. <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein. I was wondering what the giant lightning rod was for. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang back a bit and see what the um, insider person uh, actually is is saying that uh, claiming that Ozair has done because I don't know that. You see, um, you. See Toyota come over to you and say, uh, "And say, is this? Do you know what's going on here?" Apparently, it has something to do with Ozair. Yeah, apparently they were seen tearing off their own flesh uh, uh, and injecting their blood into uh, a fallen. Uh, Member of the community. Um, one of their one of their workmates, one of their uh, one of their shop staff. I don't know, but they were laid out with a bunch of machines hooked up to them or something. You know, it was all. Yeah, I mean, it could just be nothing. It could be someone. It could be Holland shit stirring for all we know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past my brother. He's not too happy about recent events. Hmm. Which I'm sure you had nothing to do with. Of course not. Um, Are you going to try and help Ozair? Says Bean. (coughs) Says Toyota, sorry. Uh, I mean, they're part of your plan, aren't they? Guess I might as well. Excuse it's up me. to you. If you need anything from me, and he sort of dissolves into the crowd. All right. Um, I I say um, I I kind of uh, step up and uh, to the to the person who's who's shouting shouting at the crowd. I I say. Um, 
what has what has Ozer uh, what has Ozer done that's got you whipped into such a frenzy? You see an old a bunch of people keep shouting, and then an old woman steps forward and raises a hand. I saw Ozer cut their own flesh from their body and attach it to a f- corpse. They were injecting their blood into them to make them writhe. And she had machines clipped onto her to control her foul creation. I see. And and what does Ozair do in this community? You hear a bunch of people shout, Oh, she's just causing trouble! And then you hear Bean's voice say, Of course Saffron had come to Ozair's defense! They're all in league together! They're trying to divide us! Now, I know Ozair may be a bit abrasive and harsh and hard to deal with at times, but what does Ozair do for this community? Ethan, uh, you hear a voice that you know, but that you can't tell where it's coming from. It's definitely Toyota, but it's he's doing an accent or something. Uh, they keep everything running. That's right. They keep everything running. They fix things. And if Ozair was cutting their flesh and giving of their blood then they must have been doing it to fix some th- somebody, to help somebody. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try making my move, you know, basically just give them the whole, um, this, is, this has got to be, you know, he's, he's, they're not known for doing um, outlandish, weird scientific experiments. They keep everything running. And, you know, uh, who among us wouldn't, wouldn't cut ourselves uh, and give our very blood if it meant keeping someone we cared about from, from death? All right. Do you have any sort of, like, control groups of people moves? Uh, that was the, the frenzy move that I took from... Yeah. Um, so when you speak truth to a mob, roll plus weird... Which is good for for me, because I just gave myself another weird. Let's see how this goes. This is going to be terrible. Yeah, but I highlighted it, so... Yeah, I get to mark XP, but I got a 7. Seven's good. Alright, so let's see. Um... Go quietly back to their lives. (laughs) Yeah, on on a 7 to 9, hold 1. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna spend that. Uh, I want them I want them to go quietly back to their lives and and disperse. A lot of the people uh, keep you know this is this is more shouting. It takes you a while to get everyone to break up, but then eventually you're left here with an old woman, Holland, Bean, Pacifica, and Toyota. And then you see Aya's armor walking up the pe- up the damn wall towards you, clad in splendorous ro- robes. Aya's uh, armor. Do you bring any of your people yep. with you? All of them. I bring Nipperkin. Right, because it's charge situation. Bring your probably friends. good to have my bodyguard. What about your muscle. other people? 
Mm. Oh my! Oh my mom! You want to bring your mob? <laughs> uh, no, I'll leave my mob at home for now. <laughs> you disperse one mob. Hey, I've got a mob here. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! We want to talk to that mob. <laughs> There's something to be mad and angry about, but well, we want to be mad and angry about something, too. <laughs> what? You're saying we can't be mad and angry? That makes me angry and mad. You know, so just Ayazama and Nibrikin. Pacific uh, looks damp and is wearing some kind of... She doesn't have the sarong part on, so she sort of looks like she's wearing a swimsuit made out of very nice bed sheets. Now then, standing there next to Holland, who's in his regular robes. Now then, shall we go talk to Ozair like human beings and not as a lynch mob? Bean says, oh yeah, you bet we're going to do that. Holland sort of puts up his hand as if to say, shut the fuck up, man. And Toyota says, I think we should probably... Have a look. It's a good thing that we have the canteen here. Maybe they'll be able to speak to us there. Yes. What is the issue? I I missed the first half. No, I'll, I'll something about cutting in. flesh. I'll fill you in. Uh, and he sort of steps over to Ayazama and looks at Saffron to say, "Hey, do you want to also strategize while we pretend to be filling him in?" Um, yes. Wait, who, who said that? Toy, Toyota does that with his eyes. I may have accidentally said Bean. Okay. No, I just, I just wasn't sure who was stepping over. Uh, yeah, I, said, I, I, will, I will walk over to, uh, to Toyota and Ayazama and see what is going on. So Toyota's just filling so him in. So what has Ozair gotten herself into? Uh... Raising the dead, apparently. As you get ready to walk down into the depths of the dam, there's a few people lingering around, talking about it. Ah. That's a new trick. What are you two going to do if it turns out that Saffron... That Saffron... What are you gonna, two going to do if it turns out that Ozair is raising the dead and is doing unholy experiments? Because I'm not strapped at the moment. You two might be. He says, knowingly, as if he is aware that you recently <laughs> raided a fucking armory. I didn't. I know. I mean, I'm strapped, but I didn't raid no he armory. He doesn't know you weren't part of it. He just knows a dude and some shit disappeared, and then there was a, a call that you had to get rid of in your fucking building. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, Ayazama might, says, well... Ozair might have no. a weapon. Or three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, should we be standing at the back of the group when we go down there, or at the front? Let's just make sure that nobody does anything sudden and irreversible. Uh, so, you guys get down to the 
to the workshop, and you don't go in. The door's sort of ajar, but not, like, wide open. You can't see in, but you can hear, you know, machinery going and a, and every now and again a squelching sound. Um, um, Saffron, Saffron is going to knock on something metal, you know... Just everyone, to, yeah. everyone sort of parts to let you through as you tap on the door. Uh, Jose, you, you, you've, you've finished uh, everything that you needed to do to, um, to Pamming. Um, you're obviously very <laughs> injured uh, and, and, a, and a few quarts low. Um, ha, ha, what do you do when you hear this... Uh, some voices outside your door and then a tapping on the door. Tap, tap, oh. tapping on your chamber door. <laughs> I look at, um, at Pamming. Who's sort of laying there, tubes all about their body, half conscious. Kind of tap her on the face. Eyes are wide. And they sort of nod with their eyes. And I kind of give two bloody thumbs up. Um, yeah, Saffron, Saffron slowly approaches, uh, Ozair and, and Pamming on the work table, uh, Did did you basically, uh, de-glove your hands, uh, Ozair, and then slide the skin gloves over Pamming's? Uh, Sure. I mean, you that would have is horrifying. Your thigh or something, you know. I don't know what you're, how you're. No, it was from her arm. So yeah, she took her hands off essentially. You skinned your hands, yeah. just yes. standing there. With just the nothing. worst thing I've heard. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, they probably, also, she probably still has skin on there. She wouldn't have peeled off the entire fucking layer because otherwise she'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah. It would be it would be basically a medieval. Well, no, you could survive a degloving. Well, maybe I don't. Well, what? But she would have. She's not. Fuck it. She would have bled out. Surely. <laughs> anyway, the point. I was gonna say it's more more like the. It's a medieval skin graft. You know, she took off a few of the top layers. It's very gotcha. raw. Um, Ozair. Yes. Hello, it's uh, it's Saffron. I'm I'm here with the cons and the canteen. Hello. Is it my birthday? Um. Well, we were just rather concerned. Um. Because do we do I know the old woman's name? No, you can name her if you want. Um. Sure. Old Bay. Old Bay. Old Bay, okay. It's Old Bay. Yes! Um, we did. We... <laughs> All right, should have Game over. End of session. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, we it's a good run, guys. Going to go out and run. <laughs> uh, Ayazama walks off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we, we were just here because Old Bay happened to... St- stumble into your workshop and, and see you um, working on on Pamming there and thought that maybe you were involved in some necromancy 
or some such. So See? Look, Combs! She has performed foul deeds! I look at the old woman, and I say, who the fuck are you? I'm old May. Shouldn't you have drowned? And I look over at Saffron, and I say, I can't get my coat off, because I peeled the skin off my arms partially to put it on. I, I can see... I can see that, Ozair. Um, the question that comes to mind right now is why? Why well, did you do that? Um, yeah. I will say this right now. You can all see that Holland has like retreated down the hall, and Pacifica is like swiftly walking after him. He's sort of like standing at the other end of this hallway, uh, looking away. Um, you're not quite sure what's going on there. Um. Ozair is kind of holding her arms uh, up in that kind of, I'm washing my arms because I'm a doctor position, kind of like up in the air, like rested against her body. Um, and she's kind of like, well, you see, you know that weird machine that I made that set on fire mm, a week, and a few days ago, or something like that? I don't know. Time is fluid. Okay, yes. Weird <clears throat> machine. I fixed we all it. thought we all thought you were dead. Yeah, I fixed it, and then I got inside of it, and then I turned it on, and um, it didn't work again. And this time, it roasted Pamming to like near death, maybe I don't know. And so I can fix things, right? So I fixed her. Just took a little jury rigging here and there and, um, you know, some skin that I wasn't using currently at that moment. And some blood and kind of uh, falls forward. Um, and, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Ayazama walks in and forces Ozair to sit down. Okay, I am sitting down, and this accomplished what, Ayazama? It accomplished you not passing out from blood loss. Oh. Okay. But maybe, maybe we should fetch the doctor. Do not fetch the doctor. Uh, um, and I uh, disappear. First, I, I take it now. I disappear. Uh, oh, okay. Hopefully I disappear. So, what does it look like for us when Ozair disappears? Let's see. Four, seven. Okay. Um, it's kind of like... Hmm, should it be really creepy or not? I think uh, it's up like... To you. I'm thinking. Because <laughs> no one's ever seen this, so I've never had to describe it from this. Yeah. Um, I, think I would say... I would say go oh, yeah. Okay. You see you're, you're, kind of... I have an idea. Okay, okay. yeah. You tell me. I was going to say... You're, you're, you're all technical, so maybe Ozair goes static and then blinks out like you're turning off an old CRT television. 
yes, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> so this is. Yep. All right. Saffron, did yes. you just see Ozair disappear? I did. I did. Uh, Aizama wave, waves his hand through where Ozair was. Um, are are huh. Bean and Old Bay still standing in the room with us? Uh, yeah, Bean is sort of like shocked, and Old Bay just starts like shouting about demons and magic. <clears throat> okay. Um, I, I whisper to Saffron, Ozair did not do herself any favors with that. No, no, she did not. As usual, she left She left us holding the bag, so... You two both realize that Toyota is standing behind Bean and Old Bay. Um... I'm I'm gonna go up to Old Bay and and do my best to calm her down, or maybe maybe the uh, Holy Man would like to do that. Uh, uh, Saffron, no, Saffron. no, I'm going to go over to. Thomas is gonna go over to uh, the the woman sitting on the quote unquote operating table uh, and see if she's okay or if she's dead. All right. Check on Panning's condition. Cause, yeah, because Ayazam is also a healer, so he's going to check and see how she's doing. All right, they're breathing, kind of. You know, they've got a lot of tubes and stuff plugged into them. You suspect that that's helping them breathe. There's a big bag of blood uh, going into them, and you see uh, also a tube of some kind of yellowish... Um, sort of sludge with sort of a purple swirl through it. Uh, you're not sure what that is. And you also see a vial of um, water from the canteen. Uh, from the cistern. Uh, it looks old. Oh, like know. perhaps it was from a previous uh, canteen had given it to someone and it had wound up here. But it is also be dripping uh, into Pamming's body. Uh, Ayazama's going to take one of the vials off his chain uh, and pop the top off, you know, gently lift lift her head up and slowly pour it into her mouth and say, drink, drink. You cannot pour it into her mouth. There's a big-ass fucking tube going down it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, then, is uh, uh, going to pour it over the freshly, I would imagine, sutured wounds that are holding her new skin to her... Go for that. Do you need to roll? Um, I think if I was actually doing first aid, I would. Uh, I mean, if you want me to roll the first aid move... I think you should, uh, um, because of the severity of this. Yeah. This isn't like somebody's taken a bump to the oh. head. This... Um, where is first healing, aid? Healing moves. Heal another player's character. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's, it just says I get plus one hicks. Move? Maybe you There was to, like, a first... I thought there was a first aid move. Maybe I'm thinking just, of... 
Oh, I'm thinking of the sprawl. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was the first aid mood in the sprawl. Yeah. I will say. Um, plus. Yeah. Blue, all right. Do will, something will, under fire. No, 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 no. I will. I will say yeah. because you're you you have your thing has healing waters, right? Your. Yeah. That's part of it. Your, acts as an angel supplier. Yeah. Oasis. Yep. An angel supplier. Did you say? Well, it's it has healing properties and can count as an angel supplier. So if we had an angel, they could like resupply their angel bag there. Oh, okay. I see. I understand how that's meant to work now. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So you you don't see the the wounds don't like seal up or anything, but you do see her seem to relax right. as if she's in less pain. Uh, and they do look a little bit yeah. less. Oh no, I, I wasn't expecting them to magically just seal up. Yeah, indeed. Yes. Um, meanwhile, Saffron, Saffron, you can deal with Old Bay. Saffron is going to go over to to Old Bay and say, um, <clears throat> "Ma'am, please calm down. Um, what what you saw here was not sorcery or demons of any kind, and." I'm sure that there is a a reasonable, rational explanation uh, for for what just happened here, what we just saw, and I'm sure that Ozer was only trying to only trying to help this poor woman, uh, who he was, and <clears throat> they were they were responsible for her injury, and they did their best to. Make up for that fact. So I'm going to uh, bluff or fast talk her because I want her to calm the f down. Go for it. Okay. Oh, good. Six. She uh, leaps at you. What does Bean do? When uh, she leaps at you, um, I believe he probably would stand there and smirk. All right, he stands there and smirks. Um, Saf- uh, Ayazama, you see this going on. Um, this old woman sort of attacking uh, Saffron. Uh, and you see Toyota has his hands uh, his hands in his pockets. But he's staring... He, Toyota's not doing... He's staring intently at you as if he's waiting to see what you and Saffron do next. Um, I'm just going to... I'm going to try to pull her off of Saffron. Alright, go for it. I don't, I don't want to hurt her, but I want mm-hmm. to pull her off. Let's say, let's call that, um, I'm going to call that do go something. aggro, because you're trying right. to force her to do something against her will. It's true. Uh, so that is an 11, Jesus. Nice. I'm rolling well. Uh, yeah, so either they force my hand to suck it up, or cave and do what you want. <laughs> They, she's going to force your hand. She's just tearing at Saffron. She's trying to pull the mask off Saffron and says, 
You are a false prophet. You are spreading the lies of the demon breed. Oh God. Be silent. What do you do to make her be silent? Uh, now, now I am going to grab her and pull her off Saffron. Like, forcibly. Alright. Where do you grab her? Uh, on, on the arms. Right, so you grab her by the arms, and do you just fling her across the room? No, like, I, I hold, like, I'm trying to pull her off and hold her. Alright, Like, from behind, back. so I'm grabbing her arms and... Alright, so you pull her back and you're holding onto her and she's fighting against you uh, and you have to really pull on her and you realise that uh, as you're pulling her and you're sort of twisting her arms uh, you've probably severely damaged her. I'm going to say that she's taken a harm and she sort of screams in pain as she's fighting against you. Uh, and Bean just sort of turns around and says, Well, this is a shit show. I'm sure, sure glad that we've wasted resources on Ozair. And he walks out. And Toyota steps in and sort of lightly backhands the woman and says, Calm down. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she just sort of is shocked and walks away. Like, no one's, no one's ever seen Toyota act that way. That's really out of character. He says... You had a perfect opportunity to kill your enemy. I'm surprised you didn't take it. He says this to Saffron. Hmm. I'm not quite as ruthless as you think I am, Toyota. I'm not sure if that pleases me or annoys me, but either way. It's starting to annoy me. Well, I think... Uh, I think this was a really bad night. I'll yeah. see you later. And he walks out. Yes, yes, I agree. <sighs> Are you all right, Saffron? <sighs> I'm starting to think I should just stay on the boat. You know, I know the feeling. Earlier today, when you came to me about Cam, I almost mm -hmm. I almost thought that things could go back to the way they were, and I would have to deal with quibbling actors' problems. But apparently, the great dramaturge has a different plot in mind. Well, shall we? Shall we see to the cons? Yes. Where are they? So I, I go out into the hall and look at where I saw Saffron and uh, what the uh, fuck? I can never remember. Not Saffron. You're Saffron. Pacifica yeah. and, and uh, what's his face before? Holland. You can see Pacifica uh, kissing Holland on his bandages, and then when, like, on his, over his face, his face mask, and when you poke your head around, mm -hmm. they both sort of take a step away from one another, and then nod towards you and walk up the stairs. Ah, well, it seems that no one really cares about the woman lying on the table there. Nipperkin looks to both of you and says, will you wait here for 
Ozair to return, or...? Well, I'm afraid that if we unhook her, she will die. Whatever Ozair did, it's keeping her alive, and I don't understand all these tubes and materials he has going into her. I don't think it's sorcery, but with what Ozair just did, I'm not quite sure anymore. Mm. Nipperkin, could you fetch Babylon for me? Are you sure you want I will to, stay. Are you sure you want me to bring her here? Perhaps I could just tell her that you are preoccupied. Do you mean Babylon or Lissa? Uh, uh, no, Babylon. She's oh. better. Um, well, I figured I would need help tending. As far as Ayazam is concerned, this woman's like dying, maybe? I don't know. Ideally, he would want to bring her to the sword. The, the stuff that Ozair has her hooked up to isn't portable at all, is it? No. Some of it is bolted yeah. to the ground. Yeah, so uh, Ayazama is going to stay with uh, this woman until she wakes up. Uh, yeah. If you, if you want me to get Babylon, I can. Yes, I could use her assistance. Very All right, Canteen. Well, unless you need anything of me, I'm going to take my leave as well. No, have a have a good evening, Saffron, and sleep well. I feel like we're all going to need as much rest as we can get. Getting that feeling myself. Mm. Oh, right. and if you see Ozair, please smack her for me. As hard as I can. I'm just going to say this now. You guys Very almost good. had a situation where the next run could have began with all three of you in the same scene. <laughs> Almost. <Never. laughs> and then Ryan's like, no, go to bed later. <laughs> All right. Cool. I, I can I can stay if you guys want me to. I no, 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 I you do, you do you. I'm not. I, that's why have, I waited until you were done. Yeah, you don't have any reason to stay. Eyes on. And also, where the fuck is Ozair? <laughs> where on yeah. earth is Ozair San like Diego? I feel yeah. like that's uh, that's the only reason that Saffron would stay is to find out what the fuck happened to Ozair, but or or she could go sleep. Yeah. yeah. He, sorry, he or he, he could go sleep. All right. Well, then I think that is the end of that. Let's do our history stuff. Oh yes. <sighs> okay. Why doesn't Ryan go first this time? Go for it. Okay. Um, I feel like... I feel like Ayazama knows me better than he used to. So you add plus one to your history with me. I will. And I was going to say the same for you. All right. Jeez. Oh, Uh, I am going to tell Ayazama, you don't know me as well as you thought you did. 
So take minus one to your HX. Alright. That's certainly true for for all of us. Yes, yes. There we go. Alright, well, that's the end of that chapter. Yep. Uh, I... It was that was a roller coaster from beginning to end. Uh, yeah. Jesus, you've to... begun an affair with one of the cons, I assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. I'm sure it's going to end well for everyone involved. Yeah. And over there, almost. almost. <laughs> Got themselves killed because they failed to notice somebody walk in. Hey, I fixed that lady. I you did. Pamming. You fixed yeah. Pam in real good. You fixed her in ways that you do not even know. <laughs> um, Alright, well, that's the end of that. I uh, hope you all listening enjoyed it. Um... It was fucking weird in some places. Uh, farewell from the past. Yeah. I'm Raymond. 